Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com, and I am also the author of the book, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind. That book can be purchased anywhere books are sold. You can go over to the site, aslobcomesclean.com slash book, and find out all the places to get that book. Um, but we are talking today about how I store my food storage containers. There's a really short answer, which I will give you, but then there's more to it than that. And what that basically comes down to is why this particular storage solution, which I will tell you is not the way most organized people do it, um, works for me. And how looking at this particular solution and how it has worked for me consistently for such a long time, solving a problem that used to be such a ridiculously frustrating, consistent problem in my home, why this particular solution, looking at why it works, helps me identify organizing solutions for other areas that either will or won't work, that I can figure that out before I even waste my time on them, um, what is going to work and what's not going to work. And so I'm going to talk about that specifically, but before I do, let me tell you about our podcast sponsor for this episode. Um, our sponsor is prepdish.com. Prepdish is a subscription meal planning service. You pay for a subscription. Every week you get an email. That email contains a list of meals for that week. It has the grocery list to make those meals. Um, you can either print it out or you can just look at it on your phone, which is what I do. Um, but the beauty of this particular meal planning service is that it works for the project brain. If you have read my book, you know that a big part of my struggle in my home and keeping organized is that I have a major project mentality. I like things that I can tackle, that I can throw myself into, that are going to give me results that I can enjoy for a long time. You know, dishes aren't that way. Dishes are not a project. That's part of my problem is that I have to accept that how, in general, housekeeping is not a problem. But if you've read the book, you also know that the way I figured out laundry is that I approach it as a project. And that means I do one day where I tackle all the laundry in my house. And believe me, I go into it in so much detail in other podcasts and in the book and on the blog and all that kind of stuff. But, um, so I'm, I'm saying that I know it's not that simple, um, but I love that I can tackle it and then I can enjoy the benefits of that work for the rest of the week. That project of laundry day helps me relax and not have to worry about laundry for the rest of the week. And that is a lot of the same concept of this particular meal planning subscription service in prep dish. Okay. So yes, you get your meal list, you get your recipes, but you also get a plan for you to do the prep work for your whole week's meals in on one day in one to three hours. Okay. And there's actually a plan that is specifically a one hour plan, or there are others. If you prefer the other ones up to three hours that you spend doing all that work. And the beauty of that is you've already got the prep work done. 
And so throughout the week, instead of just going, okay, what are we going to have for dinner? You already know what's for dinner because it's on your list. You already have the stuff for it, but not only do you have the stuff for it, you've already done the prep work. And so you only have to actually cook the meal and eat it. You don't have to do all the prep work. Okay. So that is the beauty of that. And that that's what makes this subscription meal planning service an excuse eliminator. Okay. And it also, I believe works really well for the project brain. Okay. If you would like to get two weeks free, go to prepdish.com slash aslob comes clean. That's P-R-E-P-D-I-S-H.com slash aslob comes clean. And if you scroll down a little bit, you're going to see a code that you can use to get your first two weeks free. Okay. So don't forget about that. Um, all right. So we are on podcast number 118. The question that I'm answering is, how do I store food storage containers in a way that actually keeps them under control? The short answer is I store them with the lids on. Okay, now let's go into the long answer. <clears throat> you can just stop there if you're like, oh, okay, I'll just do that. But um, okay, so here's what it comes down to. My food storage container cabinet was consistently my most out of control cabinet. Okay. For multiple reasons. But I remember in our apartment when we first got married, I had my Tupperware. Um, I used to be a Tupperware person. Um, when I was, let's see, right out of college, kind of between college and teaching anyway. So I had huge amounts of Tupperware because I saw so much beauty and purpose in all of these storage containers because they represented the amazing cook I was one day going to be. Anyway, so I had this cabinet and it was, it wasn't way up high, like some of those completely inaccessible cabinets tend to be, but it was up high. Like it was probably at eye level at the most. The bottom of the cabinet was at eye level. And I remember first of all, many times when storage containers fell on my head when I opened it up or fell out. I also remember avoiding using any food storage containers because I didn't want to open the cabinet because I had closed it to a point where it was just barely hanging on, any shifting, any somebody bumping into the cabinet, it would have all poured out. I didn't even want to open it. I didn't want to use anything in there because finding what I needed was almost impossible. Not only just finding what I needed, but finding the two pieces for whatever I needed. Okay. Because storage containers have a lid. That means they're two separate pieces. And so it was always this big mess. Excuse me. (coughs) I'm actually getting over being sick. I decided to go ahead and record today because Um, I'm tending to do better in the afternoons than in the mornings. Like in the mornings, it really hurts to talk. And so I didn't want to get to a point where I didn't get a podcast out till late tomorrow. So anyway, um, that, that simple thing of it's two pieces that have to match. Okay. You have to actually have the right two pieces to go together. Just made it something where I had this cabinet full of possibilities but I didn't even use it. I was scared to use it because it was such a hassle. Okay. So here's how it would go. I would either be reorganizing that. Okay. Spending a 
super beneficial, helpful Saturday morning, reorganizing that cabinet and thinking, okay, this is it. This is it. This is going to be the, the, the organization system that works. I would buy things to go with it. My mother would buy things to make it all easier. Um, I was either in the middle of the organization organizing project in the one week after that, where I could easily pull things out or I was in the total mess part. Okay. There was not a, it was never sustainable. Any type of system that I tried to do where I stored the containers themselves separately from the lids was never sustainable for me. Okay. And here is the key to what I have learned about myself and what I need in an organizing solution from this particular organizing solution that works. Okay. Um, I need to make it one step. One step in the putting it in and one step in the taking it out. Okay. Because my mother, y'all know my mother had an amazingly, has an amazingly high clutter threshold. That woman has all sorts of things. She buys things that she actually needs. And then she does this crazy thing called actually using them. And then she does this other crazy thing called continually using them and maintaining them and putting them back where they go and knowing where everything is and keeping it organized, she can manage a huge amount of stuff because that's just how she is. Um, but in her home, one of her frustrations with me was consistently that anytime I had to go get something out of the storage container, I mean, I can picture it in my head. She had the, you know, all these little, um, what are they called? you know, organizing systems set up in this pantry. She had all the things stacked, you know, inside of each other in their, you know, descending order, descending size or whatever. And she had this lids over here perfectly. Anytime I had to do something, I would pull out a lid, pull out a thing. And guess what happens when you pull out a lid? You have two choices. You either use both hands and hold the other lids in place while you just gently pull out the one that you need so that the other ones don't all just go tumbling or, you know, whatever. Um, or you pull it out, you yank it out and everything gets out of order and tumbles and you either have to put it all back, whatever. I am a yanker. That is just what I do. I'm just, you know, if I needed two hands, I guarantee you, I got the other piece first, you know, and to have, if you have to get two different things and I need two hands to get the bowls out without making the bowls a big, huge mess. And then I also need two hands over here. I mean, come on, you know, me and my delusions of efficiency, it just doesn't happen. That's just not how my brain works. That's not how I do anything. So I thought, well, but the most efficient way to organize these things, because this is how my mother did it. And I thought I was going to suddenly be able to do this kind of stuff once I became a grown up, um, is to stack the, you know, the containers within themselves and put the lids over here in some neat little, um, organizer. And that just made sense to me. I mean, it does make sense. If you want to have as many storage containers as you can actually fit into a cabinet, that's the way to do it. I mean, if your goal is maximum number of storage containers that I can fit in this cabinet, then that yes is the way to do it. And that used to be my goal. Okay. (coughs) Excuse me. I used to not know that I had a clutter threshold. Okay. 
explaining what a clutter threshold is. The clutter threshold is the point at which I have more stuff than I can keep under control easily. Okay. I did not see stuff that way. Now I look at things as, okay, this is continually getting out of control. I just have too much. I used to look at things and say, this is continually getting out of control. I've got to get organized someday. Okay. But instead realizing that, no, I don't need a thousand storage containers where I used to think a thousand storage containers would be awesome because storage containers are useful. And if they're useful, they can't be clutter. That's what I thought. Okay. It turns out no matter how useful something is, if I have too much of it and I can no longer keep it under control, it's clutter. Usefulness doesn't actually matter if I can't keep it under control. So where I was continually either organizing it or living with it in chaos, but never actually enjoying the, um, you know, an ongoing sustainable organizing system for it. Instead of that, I started storing it with the lids on. Okay. Now the reason I started doing this was because when my kids were little and, um, it's entirely possible that sippy cups have changed since my kids were little because it's been like 10 years. But, um, at the ones that we had, the ones that I liked were three parts. There was a lid, there was the cup and there was a little, um, I forget what it is, but anyway, it's whatever it is that keeps it from actually spilling and you stick it up into this hole in the lid. Um, and I remember forever searching for the different pieces for that. And then realizing one day, I'm just going to put these together as I take them out of the dishwasher and then go ahead and put them already put together in the cabinet. Now that was when my husband, one time when I said, um, I put those together. I don't, you know, put them in pieces in the cabinet. And he just looked at me like, what? Like when have I ever been that efficient? But he eventually accepted that. Yes, that's what I was doing. And I really did do it. But, um, but as I did that and I saw, oh my word, this makes my life so much easier later on when I'm not searching for the right pieces to all fit together. That was when I started just putting my food storage containers together, the lids on the containers before I put them up. And that was when I realized, oh, no, I can't fit as many into this cabinet when they are already put together. I mean, you know, in the same amount of space that I could put one in with the lid on, I could have put stacked ones. I could put, could have put like seven in, you know, in that same amount of space. But because I knew how much easier it had made my life to already have those sippy cups put together so I could just grab them and not have to search and pull and look and cause a mess because that's me. If I'm searching for the right piece, I'm going to go in there, no holds barred, and I'm just going to grab what I need. Everything else is just collateral damage that falls over or falls out or whatever. And then coming back to it, well, that's a project when I have to clean up, you know, but having just an actual sippy cup I could pull or an actual container I could grab and not have to worry about finding pieces. It just kept the the cabinet under control so much more because I wasn't digging anymore. I was just reaching in and picking out. So there was no, there weren't multiple steps. It was just reach in and pull it out. And through doing that, that was when I realized, oh, I don't need anywhere near as many food storage containers as I thought I needed. Because guess what happened? When I stored them with the lids on, I had to get rid of a lot of them. 
And when I went to get rid of a lot of them, the ones I got rid of were the ones I was never choosing to use anyway, because I don't know, the lid was lost. It didn't even have a matching lid. It didn't even have, you know, the all the pieces that it needed. And it was like, oh, okay, well, once I got rid of those things, and then maybe some other ones that I'm like, well, I don't really actually like this one anyway. It's always a last resort. Got rid of that. And I put them in there. So now I can only put in there like a third, maybe a quarter of the number of food storage containers I could before. It was like, oh, well, turns out that is actually all I need. And guess what naturally happened for me once I did that? I had fewer for food storage containers, which forced me to empty them out more consistently. It forced me to not just be able to continually fill them up with some little bit of leftovers or whatever, stick it in the fridge, never think about it again. And because I had an endless supply of food storage containers, I could keep doing that and keep doing that. And the more I could keep doing that, the stuff in the fridge would go farther into the back, never to be thought about again, never to be eaten. So then it was wasted. And by the time I did finally run out of food storage containers, there was stuff in there there that was so super horrendously scary. Sometimes I would just throw it all away. Okay. But because I have only so many fewer, that doesn't actually make sense because I have so many fewer food storage containers, it forces me to keep them cycling in and out, which means that I'm much more aware of what is in food storage containers because I start to see, you know what, I am almost out of food storage containers. I've only got one over here, which means that they're mostly in the fridge. So we need to have a leftover night. You know, I mean, that just kind of, it just works together and it helps me be more aware of what I have and what I don't have in my food storage container stuff. Is that making sense? Okay. So it was accepting that I have a clutter threshold, realizing I did not actually need anywhere near the number of food storage containers that I could fit if I used the most quote unquote um, efficient organizing system to be able to fit as many in there. I didn't actually need that many. Also, storing them with the lid on meant it was a single grab. I had exactly what I needed with one little quick grab in there. There was no digging. Digging results in a mess that I generally wait to come back to until it has turned into quadruple the mess that it was in the first place. So it just prevented a lot of that mess that was so natural for me. Um, yes, because I always needed something in the middle of the stack. I always needed something in the middle of the stack. I mean, it was, it was very rare that I needed something on the top. Now I've had some people, you know, it's funny because I've had a lot, I wrote a post about this. I've written about it before, but I wrote a post about it the week after Christmas, you know, which is when everybody's organizing crazy. And I've had so many people come back and say, I started doing that. I can't believe the difference that it made. I can't believe how much better that cabinet stays under control than it did before. Um, But then I've also had some people who are like, you know what, I have a tiny cabinet and that tiny cabinet, as long as they're accepting that that cabinet itself is a container, it's a limit to how many they can have. They really truly can't store them with the lids on because they don't have enough space, but it's whatever works for you. Like it's, you know, generally if that cabinet is so small, so it's keeping it to a limited number that's much more manageable, then that's, that's great. Whatever works for you is great. But for me, this is one of those organizing solution that's like solutions that reminds me, 
I need to eliminate the steps in using something. It's that whole procrastination station thing that I talk about in the book. I have to eliminate procrastination stations. I have to eliminate that middle step. For me, it was a middle step to have lids fall out and go everywhere when I pulled one out of the tightly squeezed in group. Okay, if I pulled out one lid and a bunch of them fell out, well, then that becomes a procrastination station. Yes, technically, the ideal thing to do would be to put them all neatly back in there. But generally, when I need a food storage container, I'm like, "Ah, I need a food storage container. And I run in there and I get it. And it's just one of the I don't have time to deal with whatever mess I just made. So it just eliminates that procrastination station to have the one step of it comes out. Um, If one of your concerns is that um, maybe you're dishes still have a little, your food storage containers still have a little bit of water in them when you get them out of the dishwasher. Um, you know, it's possible that it's your dishwasher and I'm not going to advise you to go buy a new dishwasher. You live with whatever you got and that's just life, right? That's me. Um, but so, you know, having a, um, dish towel, as you t- take things out, just to give it a quick swipe, you know, to make sure it's, it's dry in the inside, but also be sure, and I have a podcast as well on um, getting the most out of your dishwasher. But, you know, um, I went to the Maytag headquarters several years ago and they, you know, we went through all the labs and things of the scientists who make dishwashers and all that. And um, they were really adamant about using your drying feature. They were like, your dishes are going to be so much more sparkly if you will use your drying feature. And at least I I can't say anything for older dishwashers, but modern dishwashers with the energy efficiency and everything, they do not use, um, the energy that you imagine or that my mom had told me they used, um, in the old ones, you know, I didn't use it before that because my mom had always said, Oh, that's wasteful for energy. (coughs) But they assured us that because of the new energy efficiency, it really is much better you know, it, it does not use a lot of energy and it, um, it just makes them so much cleaner, you know, so try that, you know, another thing to use is the finishing rinse or the, you know, whatever drying rinse kind of a stuff, which doesn't actually make sense. Does it drying rinse anyway, but, um, there's finished cascade has one, you know, that just makes it, um, less likely to have water droplets still on it when you're done. Okay. Um, Okay. So how does the, how does storing food storage containers with the lids on help me live below my clutter threshold? The cabinet naturally stays neater. Okay. I would say that it stays neat, but we're still talking about me. Okay. And neatness is not my natural default mode in my brain. Um, but there's just that one step. And so because of that one step, because of that, no rummaging, it just stays neater. Um, I'm, Number two, I'm forced to limit the number of containers that I keep. Here's the thing. We somehow keep adding containers. People, you know, we go to somebody's house and they send, you know, they have disposable containers. My mom always buys, you know, disposable stuff just for at Thanksgiving um, or whatever, you know, so we end up with things or my husband's mom sends us home with a little container of something. And so we end up with extra containers. And so, yes, it forces me to declutter 
occasionally still, even though, yes, I have filled up that container. It, it shows me that, oh yeah, that's right. I'm, it's spilling out of the container, the container being the natural limit of the cabinet that I can afford to designate for food storage containers. Um, yes, it's a continual thing, but just the simple having the lids on them makes me have fewer and it just fills up that container, that natural limit faster. And that just works better for me. Um, my home overall stays under control more easily because I have fewer containers. Um, it's very similar to the dishes. Um, you know, routines and habits, I'm sorry, habits and decluttering go hand in hand. All right. And only when I started consistently doing the dishes every single day, was I able to actually understand how many dishes we needed as a family of five. I did not understand that before. I always thought we needed more because we were always running out. But once I was consistently doing them every single day, I started to see, oh, there's things in there that we never use because now that we have clean dishes all the time, I choose my favorites all the time and it just worked together naturally. It's the same type, you know, and then I was willing to declutter the dishes, uh, the plates and cups and things that I had. And because I decluttered those, well, then that forced me to keep up with the dishes more. You know, I couldn't go as long as I could before. Cause the problem was, as I just collected more and more dishes because I was always running out of dishes, then I could go longer before I did the dishes. And then the overall mess when every single dish was dirty was way more overwhelming than it is now when I have fewer dishes. And even if we do get to a point where they're all dirty, it's so much less overwhelming than it used to be, which helps me get back into the rhythm of keeping it under control more easily. Okay. The same thing for this having fewer storage contain food storage containers forces me to clean out the fridge more often. It forces me to be much more aware of what is in a food storage container in the fridge needs to be used up or needs to be cleaned out. Okay. Um, now this is one of those things that is very different for the naturally organized person who just loves an organizing system and loves using it. That's my mom. You know, she loves using it. She loves, you know, every time she pulls it out, it's part of the process for her to straighten and neaten and make sure it stays neat and pretty. I had to accept that that is not part of the natural process for me. So this is one of those ways that I make things work for my unique brain type. Okay. And how I technically function because the only thing that matters is what actually works, not what should work. Okay. And or a complicated organizing system of slots for each little lid to go in and nesting bowls and all that kind of stuff that should totally work, but it doesn't work for me. And that is that defining point for me, what actually works and is maintainable. This system has worked for me for years. I have not worried about falling storage containers for years. I mean, we're talking like five, six, seven years. I have, it hasn't been a concern of mine because it's not, you know, I haven't avoided opening that cabinet for years because 
this system is actually sustainable for me. And that's what matters. Okay. I would love to hear from you on how you store yours and what works for your unique brain type. Um, what works, you know, what, what have you found to work or what has been your consistent frustration? If you are consistently frustrated, if you have tried organizing systems and it sounds familiar to you to say, well, it's either perfectly organized because I did it yesterday or a total disaster, um, then, you know, maybe try it this way and just see if that works for you. Um, okay. I'm going to stop there while I still have a little bit of voice. Um, this was podcast number 118. If you would like to get the show notes for this, um, I will link to the post where you can see the pictures of how that looks in my um, cabinet. Um, you can go to a slob slash podcasts with an S. If you would like to have show notes delivered to your inbox, your email inbox for free, every time a new podcast comes out, um, there is an, a special email sign up that you can sign up for on that page, a slobchemsclean.com slash podcasts with an S. Um, if you would like to be a patron of the show, I would love that. I love my patrons. Um, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash a slob comes clean. That is also, I think, linked on the podcast page that you can get to through the website. Um, anyway, and you can become a patron at any level that you choose. Those who are at the $5 and up level, one of the bonus perks for them is a private secret Facebook group. And I am loving the support that I'm seeing in there. Um, just that people are giving each other and just the, the kind words and the helpfulness and, um, just seeing people who are really on this journey to, um, improve their homes. So, um, I am going to stop there. Don't forget to visit our sponsor, prepdish.com slash the slop comes clean and go get your copy of my book. Go read the 158 reviews. I think there are now, um, at Amazon or wherever, um, that's where the reviews are, but you can go to aslobcomesclean.com slash book and get the links to get there. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.